0: Welcome to the U-School Podcast, where we believe inside of everybody there is a great story waiting to be discovered and lived. This is the show where we guide you on your journey in discovering what your story could be. It's your life. Don't let anybody else write it. Hey, welcome to the U-School Podcast. This is your fearless host, Scott Schimmel. And we are going to have an episode about Thanksgiving. Tis the season, right? Well, it's more than just Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about gratitude. Thanksgiving is something that we choose to do. It's a choice that we make. It's a habit that we try to develop. And as we develop Thanksgiving, what emerges inside of us is gratitude. I think about this as a parent. It's one of the things we drill into our kids. Look them in the eye and say thank you. And if you're like me as a parent, You've probably been appalled once or twice or more when your kids order something at a restaurant or get a gift from a relative and they don't say thank you. Oh, man, it feels awful, doesn't it? It feels like such shame comes up on you. We told them to say thank you. We don't know what's wrong with them. And then we go scold them loudly in the corner so that we can communicate. We're people that are the ones who are going to say thank you. I heard a story recently from a teacher at a local high school. And she said that a group of parents came in uh, to make pancakes to uh, make pancakes for the students one morning. There was about 50 students who were going through the line, and uh, one of the parents came up to the teacher afterwards, and she said, "You know, I was a little surprised. Uh, I only counted one student to actually look at me and say, "Thank you." The rest just took it. And this teacher was shocked. The mom was shocked, and I was shocked. Would't you be?" So Thanksgiving is something that we do. It's not just about a day. It's not just about turkey or football or overeating. It's a deliberate choice. Gratitude comes from building consistent habits to pause and reflect and express Thanksgiving. So what this episode is for, it's for families. It's for people this week, over the Thanksgiving week, to craft a conversation, a deliberate moment with your family, with your loved ones. Maybe this is a parent to their kids or a, a, a couple of spouses or close friends, like a friendsgiving giving thing. What we're going to encourage you to do is craft a conversation. Design a moment where you intentionally get together and share what you're thankful for. And it's more than just that. I've probably been in a table several times, and I'm sure you have too, where we say, hey, let's just go around the, the, the table and share what we're thankful for this year. And you get a little bit of depth or you share, I'm just thankful for my health or I'm thankful for you all. Um, it's just pretty light and fluffy. What, I'm not talking about that. I want to talk about and suggest to you that you design a moment, design an experience, conversation where it's more than that. Where you arrange a time, where you take some uh, reflection moments and not just to think on your own, but also to share with one another. And so it might be a little awkward. Here's a sentence starter. (laughs) Here's a sentence starter in case you knew one. Uh, Hey, I know this might come across as a little corny or contrived, but it's really important to me. Would you guys humor me a little bit and let me lead us in a Thanksgiving exercise? See how they respond. I mean, most people, yeah, it's going to be a little awkward. It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable, especially if you've got teenagers in the house. They'll probably roll their eyes at you for sure. But it's, uh, it's got to be more than that. It's got to be more than just a moment if you really want to do this well and cultivate a habit of Thanksgiving that turns into gratitude. And so uh, take some time to think of some productive questions. Craft some productive questions. Think of some questions that will lead to good conversations, good, that will lead to good reflection. Some questions might be, hey, what recent event or moment are you most thankful for because it's helped you grow? What, uh, what's a specific moment that you've shared with someone that you really appreciated because it helped you see something different? What circumstance in your life recently has led you to become smarter or kinder or more patient or more thoughtful or more loving or free? What have you learned about loving and being lovely? So it's more, it's deeper, right? These questions that I'm suggesting are deeper. They're more thoughtful. They're not just deeper, they're also pretty specific. They're about recent events or moments, specific circumstances, specific people. The more that we tie our Thanksgiving into specific moments, specific times, I believe the more real it's gonna feel, the deeper it's gonna feel, the more impact it's gonna have on you. Think about some productive questions that would work for you, for your family. And as you're thinking about those productive questions, Make sure you do some thinking on your own ahead of time before you craft this conversation. To think about your own answers. How would you respond to these? Because the depth, the the level of depth that your conversation is going to be as a family, I think is going to depend on the level of depth that you model and demonstrate to them. Then you want to craft uh, uh, a moment, a moment that you can connect with one another. So what, when is it? I, I think, Uh, Parents typically are pretty bad at moments like this, from what I hear from teenagers. It's uh, right when they wake up. All right, wake. We're going to wake you up, kid. And we're going to wake you up two hours earlier than you want to be awake. And then we're going to march you down to the living room and we're going to do this exercise. No, 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 let's not do that. Let's think about your family. Think about some natural rhythms, some times where they naturally get together or times where everyone's awake or when everyone's home. And maybe you put on everybody's calendar. You send this as a reminder in everybody's calendar on their phone. And I would encourage you to make sure there's no devices in the room. There's no phones. There's no iPads. There's no laptops. There's no TV on. And if you're going to be really deliberate about it, everyone's comfortable. Everyone's looking at each other. Maybe the fireplace is lit. Maybe there's some soft music. Maybe there's a candle. Maybe there's some warm blankets. I don't know if I'm getting too specific here. But create this moment so that people can connect. That's what you're trying to do here. And as you are engaging these exercises, maybe you have pads of paper and pens down around ready so that you can give some people uh, a few minutes to think about these questions. Maybe even type out these questions for them ahead of time. If you're like me, I love putting PowerPoints together. (laughs) You might even put it up on the screen, up on the TV screen. Uh, uh, But if that gets you down the, the road of devices, then don't do that. But uh, the most important part is to share these grateful moments, these things that you're thankful for, these moments, these circumstances, these people out loud with one another. And and it's your role to create the safety, to create the trust, to really go there, to go there first and to model this, to encourage people to share, to challenge them, of course, but also not push them. So you don't want to have a fight. You don't want to create a fight. You don't want to poke the bear, the angry teenager. Or um, uh, as a watch out, I would encourage you to, in advance to think, are there some relationship conflicts that are currently present? You know, the, we've been avoiding each other for a few days or a few weeks or a few years. We get irritated with each other. We're just being sharp and quick with one another. It, it, take care of those relationship problems. Go address them. Be a, a reconciler. Be the person who goes to apologize, to name and own what you need to own and ask for forgiveness, to understand and validate, care for people who are irritated or hurting. If you can do that in, a, in advance ahead of time, I think it's going to ensure that this experience goes better. And one of the last things you might consider is that you would share specifically around the around the room, around the family, or towards one another, if it's you and their spouse, or a partner, or a friend, that you would take some time to specifically share what you're thankful for about one another. If you're like me as a parent, and I know my wife would uh, say this in spades, we don't often hear very much from our kids or from one, one another. We don't hear enough what they're specifically thankful for. And it's, I hope, much more than thanks, mom, for lunch. Thanks, dad, for a roof over my head. I think it's, uh, I hope it gets deeper than that. Thank you specifically. It's a specific moment in the last week that you're thankful for. And there's something as we do this, there's something inside of us as we express thanks. that you, you might even feel it in your body. You might feel it in your, in your heart, in your chest. You might feel warmth, connection, emotion. You might find that you're connecting uh, and feeling more intimate and close and bonded with each other. And there's something that happens as we're grateful people. It's something that happens inside of us that helps us feel happier and lighter and freer. It's also a sign, those of us who cultivate Thanksgiving that turns into gratitude, where gratitude is a part of our nature. It's a part of our character. It's something natural to us. It's something that we would look at and say, that's what an adult is like. Adults are thankful. Adults are grateful. Children have to be taught that. People who have big egos or who are self-centered or who are entitled, narcissistic maybe, they don't practice Thanksgiving. They are not grateful. So it's something that we can intentionally choose to do. What could your family look like? Your family became naturally, automatically, reflexively grateful. What could your life look like? You became more and more thankful and grateful for the circumstances, for the people, for the, even the stress and the challenges, because the stress and challenges are the ones that shape you and free you and teach you about the world and about love and about patience and about how to be most fully you. So this week, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna create and craft the conversation, bring productive questions, create a connecting moment? It's your opportunity. This is your life, this is your story, it's your family. Don't let anybody else write it. Thank you for tuning into the Useful podcast. We want you to know about our brand new LifeScript course. Our flagship program that we offer is now available in a digital environment on our website. The course is designed to help anyone who is in a period of life transition to reflect on the big questions that matter the most. Questions like, who am I? What's my story? What do I believe in? What kind of person do I want to become? What's my mission in life? How can I best contribute? And Who do I belong to? The digital course has been designed to be intuitive and deeply human. You will recruit your own team of life advisors to track with you the entire time you engage in self-reflection, giving you the feedback and support you need to write a great story for the next chapter. Just go to theuschool.com and if you sign up, use the promo code PODCAST10 to get $10 off the list price. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T and the number 10. Remember, you only get one life. Make sure your life reads like a great story.